Hello everybody and welcome to the 15th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I'm Anna Marie. And we are happy to be back recording for our 15th episode. And I thought it'd be something cool to, to mention here off the bat, Anna Marie, is I was looking at the statistics of our episodes. Okay. And you would not believe, like, the places that this podcast has been downloaded so far. Okay. And it's like... um. We've been downloaded on every continent. Really? Except for Antarctica. Antarctica? Yes. Oh, nailed it. Yes. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> Which is, uh, yeah, I mean, makes yeah. sense. But we'll it's get, pretty We'll neat, get there. Though. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One day, I suppose. But it was really neat to look at um, where people are downloading it from. And the, obviously, the bulk comes from Canada. And then the second most is coming from the United States. I was going to say, if it wasn't the U.S., I'd have been a little bit shocked. And then it's kind of a a tie between a whole bunch of countries. There's Britain, France, Spain, Australia, uh, Sweden, Japan. (laughs) That's awesome. Argentina. I can't think of... But like those those countries are all in kind of like the third grouping, and then there's like one offs from random countries out there. Like oh, what, what is South Africa? Okay, had a two three I think so. It must be the same person that was yeah. doing like three episodes. Hello out there, South yeah, Africa from South Africa. <laughs> South um, Africa? No, I totally butchered that. Sorry, South Africa. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was neat. Like, it's just cool to look at where you're just like, wow, really? Like, somebody all the way over there. That is neat. You're going to have to show me that. I will, yeah. That it, is so cool. Neat. But, yeah, I mean. Well, the, hey, more uh, than one listener. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, <laughs> Thanks, but, yeah, guys. A huge uh, portion of our downloads have come from Canada. Appreciate you all. Yes. But then, yep. yeah, quite a bit from the States. And then all those other countries just kind of have, like. That's so neat. Yeah, it's really neat stuff. That's very cool. I thought it was neat to. Yeah. To talk about, just because it's come a long way in 15 episodes. Um, but yeah, we're going to start this episode off the same way we start the others with some games that are new to the collection. The first one we're going to talk about is Fallout Shelter, the board game. And this is from Fantasy Flight Games and designed by Andrew Fisher and executive game design by Corey Konitska. No kidding, yeah. eh? And so <laughs> Fallout Shelter, the board game, is a board game based off of an app based off of video game yes <laughs> called fallout um, and the video game fallout i've played a lot of and fallout i watched 3. you play yeah <laughs> a lot of fallout 3 and some fallout 4 um and i've never played the app though this okay. uh, this fallout shelter and it's all based off that pip boy character yep. um and you have people in the as far as i know you're in like a bunker with several layers layer, layers below the earth and you're kind of building a society under the ground and you've got all these people and they've got jobs and there's different resources and, and stuff that you have to manage but in this game i don't know if this is the same for the app okay. but for this game i guess you're overseer so like the president underground mm-hmm. of your community has died oh. and now you are becoming the president well you're one of one of his like generals, I guess, okay. and you're all like, if like you would be one and I would be one, and you'd have your own shelter and I'd have my own shelter. And we're trying to have better shelters than the other. There's going to be, yeah, <laughs> there's going to be a uh, 
uh, an election okay. to see who becomes the new overseer. Okay. And we're trying to make our own shelters like super happy. Okay. And I guess it's all about oh. like happy points or something like That's that. That's fantastic. That yeah. sounds like my kind of game. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, yeah, as far as I know, you're kind of trying to get them to do good things and build up their What an their awesome idea and, for a game. Yeah, and manage the resources and then, yeah, you're raising up their their happiness levels. Yeah. And to the point where they think that you should be the new uh, overseer and they're, they're going to vote for you. Kind that's of so cool. Yeah, I guess that's the theme of what's going on here, which is quite a bit different than the video game that I'm used to playing <laughs> where you're out on the surface and, uh, you know, being attacked by mutants and things. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be mutants in here. I, I would not be surprised if they get, you know, mutant attacks of some sort. Yeah. But, yeah, it looks pretty cool. And the game comes in, what, like, a steel, like, lunch pail. Looks like a lunch pail, yeah. Yeah, sort of thing that you would find from, like, the 50s. Because yeah. that's basically where this game takes place is yeah. in an alternate kind of uh, 50s universe. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just really cool. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, that was one... Um... I actually had ordered a long time ago. Yeah. Because I saw um I saw some reviews on it and uh and I know you liked followed and everybody said that it was awesome and if you yeah. liked the game you would like this like if you liked the video game you would like this game. And so I was I kinda got that um on the down low yeah. <laughs> for you. So I was really excited when uh yeah, when it showed up. Yeah, because it was unavailable for a long uh, everywhere. Time. Yeah. yeah, sold out. And this game, I guess, blew a lot of people away. Like surprised yeah. a lot of people. Be- was one of the more. It was on like the lists of everybody's lists of top ten surprises of twenty twenty or whatever. This mm-hmm. game was like right up there for most people. Yeah. So, so I'm excited to play yeah, that one. I'm very interested too. So that's that's the first one new to the collection. What's the other one? <laughs> so <laughs> it's so funny that you just read that. And the description is all happiness and sunshine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to take a dive here, a little turn. Um, and my, uh, the, or not my game, the one I'm talking about here, the other new to our collection is Captain's Gambit, Kings of Infinite Space. And that is uh, designed by A.C. Atienza, Alvin Lee, Ethan Lee, different spelling not related mm, okay. and mitchell lowen and that is published by cloudfall studios now fun note cloudfall studios is based out of toronto it's four guys uh, that met at the university of waterloo i believe that's very cool that's very cool so um aside from this happy, one i don't know anything about i remember you telling me about it ages ago about what the deal was but i cannot remember so this one i'm gonna read the back because it's cool or they're going to do a better job than I could. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Captain's Gambit is a Shakespeare-inspired space opera. Play as one of 12 unique captains and complete your secret objective to win. Will you assassinate your target to avenge your father? Will you bloody your hands and ascend to the throne? You'll need to use tactical planning, persuasion, and deception to win. Bluff your action cards, form alliances, and manipulate as much as you can, because your opponents will do the same. Will you fall to obscurity or ascend to glory? So, basically, you go into this game, cards on the table, everybody knowing, don't hate me when this is over. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be... Like backstabbing and manipulating and trying to do whatever you can. And it's so neat because all the captains are Shakespeare characters, 
but they're all aliens. Yeah, so they're like different the, races. The cover of the box, and the, there's like a lizard person, a rabbit person, a skull person. Yeah, you've got like Puck, Iago, Hamlet. You've got all like the Shakespeare characters. So yeah. I'm assuming their abilities relate to their characters in, in the Shakespeare's stories. But yeah. um, but it's this big uh, big space opera. Yeah, it looks to be the best neat. captain. Yeah, it. I'm I'm excited. I've heard good things about it because it's a. Is it like social deduction or is like yeah, someone? Att- it's it's the it's social deduction and the inside it says social deception. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, it is social deduction. It plays up to eight, I believe, four to eight players. Um, they say it takes like fifteen minutes to learn, and it's like twenty to sixty minute playtime. Hmm. So a nice quick. Um, yeah, I like the sound of it. Yeah, it looks. It looks awesome, and it just sounds like a ton of fun. And I just, what a neat concept to combine Shakespeare and space. Yeah, I would not have, something I would have uh, no. expected. No. Well, and I, and it's funny because we're Fallout Shelter with the happiness and yep. everything is right <laughs> up my alley. You love Shakespeare. I mean, so do I. I do, but yes. you love Shakespeare mm-hmm. and space and. Um, social deduction games. I do. I love all three <laughs> and of bluffing. Those so it's like it's kind of funny of the ones we chose to talk about. But yeah, yeah, I I'm excited to play this. I think it looks fantastic. Yeah, what does it say there on the front? Those what are those taglines? Persuade, sabotage, ally, murder, ascend. <laughs> Persuade, sabotage, ally, murder, ascend. Yeah, yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. I'm excited to play that whenever we. I'd like to. See if we can get six or seven. Yeah, I'd know, like to have more people because yeah, these are out. usually better when you have yeah. the higher player count. No, that's cool. That yeah. sounds like two pretty good games that we've just added. So I think that's enough for new to the collection. We have a game to talk about in our crowdfunding segment, so we will see you over there. then here we are at our crowdfunding segment of the episode and this week we are going to be talking about a a particularly near and dear to my heart um, (laughs) game Uh, and this one would be the Elder Scrolls Skyrim the Adventure game and this is coming from Modifius Entertainment. That's a fun word to say. Yeah, Modifius. Modifius. Um, It, so for those of you out there that don't know Skyrim, this is a Open world? Incredibly oh. popular open world <laughs> I was jumping game that is, that is literally <laughs> lasting the test of time right now. Because this came out for the Xbox 360 back in like 2010, 2011. Back at the end of the lifetime of the Xbox 360. And then had been remastered for the Xbox One. And has been now remastered again for the current uh, generations of consoles. Yeah, PlayStation 5 and yeah. so on. Um and this, so this is a board game based off of Skyrim, but it's it's kind of a prequel-ish thing. So in the in the video games of Skyrim, it's talk, or you you're portraying this character called a Dragonborn, and he's a a, a warrior uh, that isn't quite aware that he's a Dragonborn until right. he discovers it, um, and he's told, and he's sent on quests to unleash his powers. But in this. Um, in this game, you are playing as the uh, there's a secret um, society called the Blades, 
I believe mm-hmm. is what they're called. I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. And um, you're playing as one of them. So this is kind of a prequel to the game, to the video game, in okay. a way, and sort of separate. But either way, it's it's based around um, Skyrim, and I love Skyrim, the video game. I played it for like a hundred and fifty hours or something. I remember, and that was back on the Xbox 360, a long time ago. And I played. I have. The new one. So I've got a copy for the Xbox 360 over there on the shelf for that console that doesn't work anymore. And I've got the new version for the Xbox One. And yeah, it's one of the video games I've put the most time into ever. Oh, for sure. And I've watched you play that game. Yes. (laughs) So I'm a fan of it as well. Yeah. Uh, And it's just, it's awesome. So as soon as I heard that this was the thing coming, obviously it piqued my interest and then yours as well. And so I thought we would talk about it. So this is on GameFound. So this isn't on Kickstarter. This is on GameFound, and it is a well. It there, you know, it's a quest, a game. Like it's it's a big, well, it's open, it's open world ish. You yeah. want to you call it that? A questing game where you're playing as one of these characters and you're moving around the countryside and you're fighting bad guys. And you get to upgrade your character. Yeah, you're building you your character to, up exactly. Just the and, same way you would in the video game yes. where you're. It's you know. one to four players, and it's co-op. Um, and it has solo play, but I mean, same thing, real, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's got two massive campaigns of six chapters of storyline. Uh, it, each chapter takes about an hour and a half or two hours. Yeah. Um, is kind of what it says here. And it, things are evolving. So stuff is changing as you go. Uh, but you can progress your characters much the same way you would in the video game by upping their, their gear and upgrading everything. Um, you can free roam around this board. Um, there's expansions out the wazoo. There's uh, stretch goal stuff out the wazoo. There's so much stuff going on in this game. Yeah, there's a ton involved in this game. There's different game modes. There's there's uh, like just loads of stuff. So there's a whole bunch of different tiers too of uh, of rewards. So there's the base game. Um, which you just get Skyrim, the adventure game, and all base game tier unlocks. Yeah. So there's differences between the yeah. gameplay tiers or the base game tiers. Yeah. So this base I think, game. Yeah. I think the difference between like the base game tier unlocks and say the deluxe unlocks is that those unlocks are gonna be for the expansions. Essentially, yes. I think that anything extra you're getting that's not um, like base game is going to be. I hope or I think anyway. That's the way specifically it looks. to do with the expansions that don't come in the base game. Yeah. So for to get the base game, uh, it's about sixty eight euros, ninety two American dollars, or one hundred and twenty five Canadian dollars or so, and that's just because the the base game. And some unlocks for that base game material. But then there's the gameplay tier, which is 140 euros, 189 American. So 220 something dollars Canadian. Um, and that has the the base game and also the Dawnguard expansion and the From Ashes expansion and all the other uh, so gameplay is, yeah. tier unlocks. So I so, think that adds from yeah, the, the expansions. Stuff for both those expansions. That's right. Um, and then there's the deluxe tier, Oof. and this thing is a colossal 220 euros, 297 American dollars, so for 350 Canadian dollars. And that's oh, it's uh, yeah. 
that's a tall order. But but that being said, you do get the game. You get the Dawn Guard expansion, the From Ashes expansion. You get the miniature upgrade set. So that's something to speak of in the yeah. in the base regular game. base game. You get your six characters, yeah, your six and their main minis, characters, and then that's it. Yeah. And the deluxe, uh, deluxe, oh. you get like another seventy or something minis. Yeah, upgraded. Yeah, like the so you're upgrading and... other stuff, like whatever they are, standees or whatever they are, into minis to making it look pretty crazy on the yeah. board. Um, you get dragons. Yeah, like there's four, the dragons, three or four dragons the, you get, and all the different they're characters, pretty big. all they the different nice. bad guys are are in, included. Um, then there's some nice metal gold coins. Um, there's the neoprene oh, game mat, it looks, looks so really nice. nice. And then there's a whole whack of unlocks that yeah. I mean, there's sleeves, there's there's tons of stuff you could go yeah. on and on and on about. Um, Man, there's tokens and cubes and save boxes and <laughs> custom dice and uh, and separate models like yeah uh, different alternate. Mod- alternate models for your characters and like there were I think in the deluxe there are about ten extra d- alternate not alternate um but like different characters you can play as yeah so in the in the base extra. game there's only the six yeah which is what were they in the base game um, there was the imperial player the Nord player. The Orsimer, the Altmer, the Dunmer, and the Khajiit. Those are the six that you can play in the base game. But then in the expansion, there's a Breton and an Argonian and a Bozmer and a Redguard in one expansion. And then the other expansion, there are cool ghosts. <laughs> they really are cool. Looking. They're like yeah, clear. They're clear meanings. Like, tra- yeah, that's exactly yeah. the word. Better than clear. <laughs> yeah. But then in the upgrade set, you get dragons um Ulfric militia you get Bothemia's chosen that's a whole whack of them you get vampires you get dunmer cultists you get trolls daedra justkars or whatever they're called justkars i don't know and then 10 alternate player figures so uh it looks like each one of them has about well, I don't know. There's a whole bunch. Ten alternate player figure sculpts for those six characters. So, really cool. Skirmish game. You get bonuses. You get a uh, bunch of new dice. You get a five to eight player expansion add-on. So, you can add more cubes and more tokens and more dice and more yeah. uh, game save boxes and, and oh, man. sleeves. And, like, oh, it's just... I wonder how that five to eight player was, would I go. I have no idea. I feel like that would... That long, seems like a lot. A long game. For for that. But, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But it looks really, really cool. So those uh, um neoprene playmats, I gotta say, they do such a good job with them. They do. When this one they, particularly looks well, good. That's what I'm saying. When they're when you've got a game that's like an open world or a big world, like those mats pop like our Lord of the Rings one. Yeah. It's so nice because it's it so is. big and it shows the map. And it's the same with this one. It just the landscape is so nice. It's nice to have that. It's very, it's just very thematic having that background in. Yeah, it's it's so good. And this this um, campaign, it's at nine hundred three percent funded of their hundred thousand euro goal. They're at over nine hundred thousand euros right now. Yeah. Which is about two million Canadian dollars. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's about, about two to that, one, probably. Um, 
the 5,100 backers. There's 10 days left as of this recording on, uh, where are we, two, Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday the 24th we're on right now? Yes. So this will end on the, well. 10 days from yeah, now. 10 days. I don't know exactly when it'll be. I was going to say the 25th, and that was very wrong. <laughs> that would be wrong. That's a little wrong. But, yeah, it does look very, very good. As far as are we going to back it or not, it's an interesting one. It's a really tough. I would love to. There's nothing in me that says I sh- like. Like I really like it. I love everything I see about this. Yeah. The price is, is steep. I'll give it yes. that. So price is you know a uh, maybe maybe not kind of yeah. scenario just on price alone, but just because of the game, even just looking at this page makes me want to go play the video game. Yeah, and it's like and therein lies the problem. There lies the problem because I don't play a ton of video games. I play like two or three video games on the regular like hockey especially since we had kids yeah right <laughs> the I play video game that... time has gone way down oh yeah tremendously i i play like board game time has gone up it's gone way <laughs> up yeah but i you know i play like hockey for half an hour or an hour yeah a couple times a week and uh some daisy and that's pretty much it a little bit of madden here and there but just stuff that i can jump into and jump out of yeah kind of drop it you know whatever Skyrim was one of those games that I could do that with, even though it's a huge campaign. It was something that I could play for half an hour, an hour, and, and save and, and leave yep. it and come back to. And this game... Or you, you know, could play for hours upon hours. Or I could play <laughs> and, all night, right? If and I uh, enjoy wanted it. To. But this game, I just look at this and it makes me instantly want to go play the, the video game. And I know that sounds weird coming from a board game podcast, but it's the truth. That doesn't sound um, weird. I mean, I think that speaks to how how great how the game was how game how well really they made is. it it was very well made yeah. it's, everybody loves it like i it does you know everybody does it's it's you know it's funny because this i am not a video gamer and just because and, and mostly because i'm one of those people who when i was younger when you know mario was out yeah. <laughs> i would be the person with the controller turning my whole body <laughs> to yeah. go around a corner you know like I'm, that that's my coordination with video games my yeah. paint a little picture so i uh, i don't have the i don't know hand eye co- like controller coordination no, i have great hand eye no. coordination but not for video games but yeah. um it's so f- when I saw this, I was like, "Oh yes!" I'm like, "I can finally play Skyrim with you," <laughs> and I was like, "That's going to be great. I can actually experience the game and be like involved, be one of the characters, yeah. <laughs> and not just like sitting on the couch and watching." I know. And we're looking at it, and then you say, "Oh man, I just don't even want. I I, I don't think I could get it because I just every time I'd put it on the table, I I'd just, wish I was playing the video game." Yeah, and it's just the <laughs> I was truth. Like, no! It's just the truth. And that's fair. I think that's valid. But I think that it looks, I obviously think it looks amazing, it as do you. Yes. And I think that... Um, it might be something we could look at down the road. Like, yeah. Or, you know, if a friend gets it or something. Yeah. But I think that... Uh, and we have so many of these type of games coming. Yes. I would rather... Yeah, I don't know. Play the just, video game of Skyrim at the moment. Yeah. But... That but it's being nothing said, against this it's game. not taking away no. from the game because this just, game looks very cool. Yeah. So if you have, um, just even if you if you know nothing about Skyrim, knowing that the video game was amazing, the story is awesome. At least a story in that I can ima- I can't imagine this would be any different. Oh, I bet this. Is so good. Yeah. I think the story would be fantastic. I think you would get excellent gameplay out of it. Yep. So it's definitely worth 
Um, I mean, it's obviously it's like nine hundred thousand euros already gone into it, so yes. it's obviously I feel like it's going to be a pretty dang good game. Oh, um, it's so going to be good. I would go take a look at it and just you know maybe you guys have a group that um, you yep. guys are, as a group are looking mm-hmm. to to get into a, a meaty game and y'all pitch in and eighty bucks and or get like right? the you know the experience version and yep. you know I think you'd be in for a good uh, a good game. I fully agree. I think this is is going to be an awesome game. Uh, the only, my only two issues is that I don't know if I want to spend three hundred dollars on a game right now, and I just I'd play that video game. I'm just yeah. I was obsessed with it, and I, it still just gets me yeah thinking about it. Just looking at this, so <laughs> yeah, nothing uh, nothing against this at all. But I, great. I don't think we'll be backing it just for those reasons. Otherwise, you know, if if this was. Uh, Something brand new to me, I think I'd be all over it. But yeah, I guess that's just not the case today. But uh, no, looks awesome um, for the team here. Who is it again that made this? Uh, Modifius. Modifius. Modifius Entertainment looks. It looks really good. So it looks very good. Yeah. You should go check out the page. You might be interested. Game found. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna head on over to our main topic of the episode. We'll episode see, episode episode. We'll see you over there. Alrighty then, here we are at our main topic of the episode, and we are going to be doing another Meeple Dungeon review. Hey, we nailed that. We did. That, that was, was perfect. One of the better ones, <laughs> for sure. Um, uh, what are we going to be reviewing today, Anne-Marie? We are going to review Santa Monica. This uh, was designed by Josh Wood and art was by Jeremy Nguyen and is it is published by AEG Games. Yes, Santa Monica. This is a, a 2020, right? 2020, I think so, 2020. Uh, game. Yeah. Yep. We've been trying to do a lot of 2021s, like newer stuff to, to do reviews, but this one... Uh, you know, we got about it about a month ago, maybe six weeks yeah. ago. Either way, we've had it for a little while, and this one just has been, we've been eyeballing it and being like, oh, we really, really want to play this. And I always want to jump ahead to the cover. I'm not going to. I'm no, going to bite my tongue. can't mention the cover and off I'm the bat. I'm going to wait. We do a structured <laughs> review here. We're very, very structured and professional. You may not know that. No, yes. I can't even talk may not know that <laughs> but no it's it's a game that we've been wanting to play forever and we played it uh, a few times here in the last two days mm-hmm. and we're like well this might be a great game to review so okay the general theme of this game is so santa monica is a uh, suburb of los angeles in california and there's I don't know if a lot of people are aware, but there's the Santa Monica Pier. And it's like a very, um, what's the word? Iconic? Iconic, yeah. Iconic American landmark um, of which you've seen it in movies. You've seen it everywhere. And it's it's the, it's a big dock that shoots out off the beach and out into the water. And there's a big Ferris wheel on there and games and vendors and things and balloons and lights. And it's like a carnival, right? It's a, yeah, it's a like big, on the pier. it's basically a carnival right out 
off a dock into the middle of the ocean out in Santa Monica. So that's what this is kind of based about is the beaches in Santa Monica, including that pier and including the boardwalk that runs the length of the, of the uh, beach with all the different businesses and restaurants and things going on. Yep. So that's what it, you're kind of based here in is that. And you're, you are going to be putting together your own little. I'm like your beach Beach and boardwalk. Yeah. In front of you. So Anna Marie would be making her own and I'd be making my own. And so the way the game works. So that's the, that's the basic theme. Um, the way the game works is you are going to have your own starting. Um, what do we want to call this? I guess this would tile? be a tile. Yeah. It's a starting so, yeah, you have a starting tile, and it's it's a long rectangular tile, which is going to have both a representing both the yeah. beach on one side of it, and or on the top so of it. Yeah, I should the say, top you have the and beach. on the bottom of it would be the boardwalk, boardwalk, like the storefront. Yeah, and they're all different. They all have different things going on, different buildings, different whatever. So you're gonna have your starting uh, tile representing those two parts, and then you are simply going to be drafting cards. The yeah. cards are going to be uh, half the size they're of half that the size, long rectangle. Yeah. So, so is, they're just regular card size. Yeah. Size, but and the cards in the games, half of them roughly are going to represent the beach, and half of them are going to represent boardwalk. And on the table, there's going to be eight cards laid out in a tableau, of which you're only ever going to be able to draft from the bottom row. Four on the front, four on the back. Yes. Where uh, except for there's going to be in every game, there's going to be two big. Sand dollars. Sand dollars added to the board that give you two special actions you can take depending on what they say. For instance, this one beside me says that if you pay two sand dollars, which is the currency in the game, that you can take one card from the front and swap two cards in your city and remove two uh, people from your city. So, like, there's these special sand dollars that you can do at special times. But generally speaking... You're just taking a card from the bottom row of these four or of these eight yeah. um, cards, and those cards once you once you draft a card on my turn. So let's say it was my turn. I went first and I drafted uh, this bottom left card here. I would take it to my over by my starting rectangle uh, tile t- uh, <laughs> rectangle starting tile. Uh, tile, and I would have to place it in its location, whether it was a beach. Uh, card, I would have to put it to the left or the right of my tile on mm-hmm. the beach side, so the top. So it has to be it was... adjacent to one that's already down there. Yeah, or I would have to place a boardwalk one down on the bottom, yeah. onto the left or to the right. So that's how you're doing. You're basically drafting cards and you're adding it to your beach, yeah. left or right, and you have to be attaching it. Yeah, up and down, left and right, making your own little beach your beaches in the back come together. Your yeah. boardwalk is in the front, and the cards are all going to do all kinds of different things. So you're, some are going to add players to your board. Some are going to give you scoring uh, opportunities. Some are going to move players around on your board. Some are going to add places for your players to, or your little uh, meeples to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, so some examples of, of the scoring would be that you can have, like say, uh, so, some of the cards have different icons on them there's palm trees sunglasses beach balls waves shopping bags things like this and if you had say i don't know three cards in a row that all had the shopping bags symbol on them and they're all touching each other and you add uh, a card that has a beach or a shopping bag scoring opportunity yeah 
you could attach that to them. It'd have to be adjacent. And you'd be able to score a whole bunch of points depending on whatever it says. Maybe it says four points for a, what do they call these? A chain. A chain, of, yeah. Say shopping bags. It's awesome because your points are sound. They're shown by sandcastles with they a little are. flag yeah, on the top. Victory points <laughs> or sandcastles. Yeah. <laughs> so depending on what you're putting down is going to dictate what you're going to do. Yes. And it's pretty crazy that way because it's there's the whole bunch of cards. There's lots. Yeah. There's a ton of variability. And so it's lots like, of cards. And you can only draft from that bottom row. So you're seeing stuff on the top row that you're like, "Ooh, I'd really want that." So do you want to draft something from? below it so that it moves down so that you can hopefully get it on your next turn or not and so you're going to be moving these cards you're going to be drafting these cards putting them onto your board and you're going to be adding little meeples there's um, it's really neat you've got a tourist who's uh, got a little camera painted on it you've got a vip a vip you've got your locals um they're just and they're all different colors so it's kind of and you kind of neat you kind of want to get them moved into certain areas like there's going to be like a beach volleyball card and it's going to say for every or if you've put two players in this beach volleyball you're going to get two points at the end of the game yeah and so it's simple like that so you're going to have your little beach volleyball area that you've added to your beach side of your board and if you end up with two uh little meeples on that beach volleyball you're simply going to get two points for it yeah but then there's yeah there's just all sorts of crazy things going on like that so you're going to be adding players you're going to be adding scoring opportunities of all various types there are some special uh, those, some of those special sand dollars will allow you to remove people from your yep. your city because sometimes uh, at the end, but depending on every game you have, a, there are three different like um, end of game scoring bonuses. Yeah, that aside from those two special sand dollars, you also add one of th- one of three yeah. additional end of game scoring tiles that are going to give you three end game scoring uh opportunities Opportunities. i guess so like you've got uh you know if you if one of them says you know you get minus points for every person that's not in one of those like you were talking about like the volleyball circle like the volleyball net or they've got these little dotted line circles so for every player that's not placed in one of those Mm -hmm. you're gonna have a minus point so if you get to a point in the game you're like oh my gosh i've got like eight people that aren't placed and i'm not going to be able to move them maybe i want to start taking some of those off um I mean it, it, but it, and that you're not necessarily always going to get that option with that end of no. game scoring point. But those are different things that uh, that come up throughout the different games. And yeah, so it's so it's it's there's a lot to 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 talk about. But if you just get the basics of it, is that these cards all have different icons on them, different possible scoring opportunities, different places for little meeples to to go to and score you points. And you have to place them beach cards with beside beach cards, bo- uh, boardwalk cards beside boardwalk cards. And depending on adjacency, some will have scoring adjacency uh, opportunities yep. um, and symbols. Like if you have three of this beside like each other, you get points. If you Or if you have that card all by itself, it's going to get you points. Yep. Things like that. So all these cards do all sorts of different things. And there's just there's a stack of them. There's probably every, um... 60 cards here. Every starting tile, so that special long rectangular one yes. <laughs> you get at the beginning, um, each one of them has a special like individual scoring thing. So yeah, and that's for the VIP. That's for your VIP, so which is you, yeah, you yeah. have one green VIP. Which is, so yeah, we didn't mention that. Your starting tile comes with your yeah. VIP. And, uh, and you get, you know, it'll say like for each you know, shopping store, like shop, uh, I don't know, gift shop or sunglass hut that you visit, um, you get... 
one point at the end of the game. So as yeah. your VIP walks throughout the um, throughout Santa Monica, you're going to be leaving little footprints yeah. whenever uh, they visit one of those places. So Just, it's, yeah, so you mark what you were yeah. VIPs being. And too. so it's an easy way to kind of show at the end of the game where you've been. I thought that was neat having little, little, yeah, bare, little... barefoot footprints walking in totally. the sand. It was neat. And there's also another thing that we didn't mention that there's these there's a food truck and a foodie uh, character, mm-hmm. and they they sit at the bottom of the drafting tableau. So you're gonna have basically the food truck is gonna sit in one spot, and two spaces uh, uh, further away is gonna be the foodie. Yeah. If you draft a card from wherever the food truck is, you're gonna get a sand dollar. So that's ways you can get currency. And then you move this food truck. And then you're gonna move one the, spot. whatever you took. So if you took from the where the food truck is, the food truck's gonna drive ahead one space. Yeah. And if you took from where the foodie is, you are going to get to move any one of your meeples, yes. whether it's a, a tourist, a local, or a VIP, one spot on your board. Which is So you can huge. make some movement go along. And if you're lucky enough to have them uh, sitting on the same spot, you'll get both. Yeah. So you can kind of watch for that and try to use that to your advantage to try and use the food truck and the foodie to get some money and to move some players around. And But, you know, sometimes it doesn't... Uh, doesn't line up because the card up. you want. It just, so there's just better yeah. cards out there. So you kind of. Yep. But it's always nice when there's a great card and you get one of those underneath it. So that's kind of how the game works. Because at the end, once you've played out your 14th card, yes. everybody has played everybody. out their 14th yeah. card, the game ends. And then you get to do a final movement. So your, uh, your what are these called? Tourists and your VIPs get to move one spot each. And then your locals get you, to move. If you like. Yeah. And your locals can move up to three spots Which is each. awesome because, again, they know their way around. They can get around, yeah. the, you know, faster. And, and those little spots where the meeples need to go to. So, like I said, the, the beach volleyball area or where the surfboards are or where they're flying kites and they've got the little circled area. They're going to tell you which type of meeple needs to be there. Yeah. Some will say any type could be here. So two of any type can come into the volleyball area and get get you two points. Yep. But for like the for instance for the uh the surfboard area, it has to be two locals yeah. have to be placed in that circle and you'd get three points. And so forth. And there's another one where there's like uh uh it's like a beanbag bean bag toss. toss area and you'd have to have two there's a uh, weird name for that game, and I don't remember what it's called. Not cornhole. important. Yeah, yeah that's cornhole. what it is. Um, where you'd have to have two tourists in that spot, and it would get you four points. But so if you had anyone else there, it wouldn't count, right? So, And then yeah. there's some that'll say you can have anybody, like flying the kite. One of anybody is there flying a kite, it'll get you two points. Yeah. And that's kind of how that goes. Yeah. That's generally how the game plays. So let's quickly talk about the theme. And how does it lend? Does it lend well to this game? Yeah. I think it does tremendously. I think it does. Obviously. You know, it's funny. You, um, I was, can I talk about the cover yet? Not yet. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'll hold my tongue until then. It's kind of then going to combine theme and art. You'll get to talk about the cover here in like 60 seconds. I'll wait. So. The theme obviously works really well. You're putting together a nice beachfront in a boulevard, and you're putting together all these beach activities along there, and you got little so people and wanting tourists to come. wandering around, yep. and you got your boulevard with all your shops, ice cream shops, and, 
and uh, sunglass huts and, and things. Sorry, I was just reading oh, one of the cards. Daisies? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that yesterday. <laughs> Scoopsy daisies. I want to make an, an ice cream, cream shop place. and call it Scoopsy daisies. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, all these funny little shops, very California, very Santa Monica Pier. I've been there um, and it's, this is this is the stuff that you see there. So it's like very much bang on yeah. for what you're dealing with. It's just a long boulevard full of restaurants and shops. And then the centered right in the middle of it is that big pier. Yeah. And yeah, no, I think this, the theme works great for it. So that is that. So we can talk about the art. And you can okay. start with the box. So... I leave it and then you steal my thunder. But anyways, I'll get what? to that. <laughs> what I was going to say about this is that um, I, I, I was looking at this game like, oh, that looks really pretty. The way they've used like the pastel. Yeah, it's very pastel Pastel colors. Soft just, blue, soft pink. Yeah, it yeah. just, it looked very cool. I really liked the color scheme they used for it. Um, and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. And then... You said it's like ah oh, that I want to get that Santa Monica game. It looks really good. Yeah, and it made me it made me laugh because obviously you've been there. I haven't. <laughs> yeah. But um, we uh you know going um going there having that uh the you know the pier there um, we watch Bob's Burgers a lot. <laughs> yes. And so it's we basic, are huge Bob's Burgers yeah. fanatics. Huge. And so it's like it's Wonder Wharf. It is Wonder Wharf. Right? Yes. So you've got Wonder Wharf on in Santa Monica on there. It just kind of ties everything together. So there's lots of reasons why this game, for us anyways, would be appealing. Yeah. Because it's just, it's fun that way. Um, but I do really like the art. I think that the cover really draws you in. The cards themselves are a little more um, clear. Like they're not as kind of muted as the yeah, no, the, as the cover. Yeah, the actual, and I don't mean muted in a bad way. I really no, no, love no. The, the color. The cover is very soft and very soft, calming. Yeah. And, and uh, whereas the whereas the cards are very lively, and bustling. Lively, yes. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And just as as an aside, talking about the the Bob's Burgers thing, when I was in L.A. at the Santa Monica Pier, I was going to bring this up, but I thought you. Would, I was and I wandering it's around for there you. with my buddies, <laughs> and we saw Zach Galifianakis. On the pier, and he was a very incognito at the time. He was wearing like just straight, weird, just regular clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he and he plays Felix Fish Odor, little, little fish on on uh, <laughs> Bob's, Burgers. Bob's Burgers, which has the Wonder Wharf, which which is what so he's it's like based off yeah. of. And so I got to see Mr. Yeah, fish Odor, his big brother, the, basically yeah, owns fish odors on an actual Santa Monica Pier on on the Wonder Wharf. So that was pretty fun and cool. That was pretty cool. Um, but yes, no, the artwork great, right? It works really good. It's really nice and funny, actually. Like I like, like we said, Scoopsy Daisy's yeah. ice cream shop. Just cute little funny. things. Uh, that donuts with I love, the top which hat. It's D and then a gigantic <laughs> donut for the O and then nuts, nuts. at the end. Yeah, just it's <laughs> funny little, stuff. Yeah, wearing a top hat. I like it. it it's almost like where's Waldo Dandy's looking. Dopper Donuts. Yeah, almost where's Waldo style looking art. It also um, reminds me of uh, you know those. Uh, the old like when you used to go to drive-ins and they'd have the little, let's go yeah. out to the lobby yeah, and exactly. they'd get the little like popcorn dancing with the stick feet and <laughs> yeah. you know in the pop can or nope, pop um, right. whatever cups. That's it. Kind of reminds me of that too. No, for sure. 
But yeah. Artwork is great. Yeah, I like it's, it. It's very nice. It's just, it is what it is. It's it's beach and yeah. funny businesses and really nice. And yeah, the box cover instantly made me want to get the game. So there you go. Well done. Yes. <laughs> well um, done, Jeremy. <laughs> yes, Jeremy. Nguyen. Nguyen, yes. Um, then there is the components we can talk about. So yeah, the the game is made up. It's it's uh, mostly a card. Yeah, game. predominantly cards. Yes. Yeah, so there's a big old stack of cards, and they're all really nice. But then there's a whole bunch of little meeples. So there's all the orange um, tourists, tourist meeples that have a camera hanging around their neck. There are the blue locals that have a pair of sunglasses, and there are the green VIPs that are just green. And I actually kind of found it funny because. But maybe not, now that I think about it, now that I open my mouth and say it. I was going to say, you'd think the VIPs would be all blinged out, but maybe they're actually just got, like, ball caps on and trying yeah, to blend they're, in, they're right? they're all Zach Galifianakis. Because they don't, right? don't want to yeah. be recognized, so they're all just dressing down, yeah. you know? So they are, they're all good. Yeah, they're all, it's neat. They're not classic meeples, either. They're just no. kind of tall standing. Like, they look more like people people, people yeah, yeah. than meeples. And then there's the sand dollars I really like because they're all mm-hmm. these odd shape. They're round, but they're not round. You yeah. know, they've got like weird like sand dollars. They're yeah, not. They're not perfectly round. round. Like they're round, but they got all weird, weird kind of oblong shapes going on. Really like them. They do look like sand dollars. Yeah, they've got little um, painting, like printing yeah. sand dollar printing on the oh, one yeah. side. They look great. And the uh, the food truck is a big pink truck, and the foodie is just a pink uh, meeple, the same as a. Yeah, uh, just a little the, bit bigger. Uh, it's slightly bigger, yeah. yeah. It is bigger. Um, so yeah, good quality meeples. They're nice wood with little some of them have drawings on them, some of them don't. The yeah. first player marker is a nice seagull. Yeah. I like it. Cardboard <laughs> seagull. I, I can dig that. Yep. The sandal the big um uh the bonus bo- uh, yeah, like the every game different two, bonus action. Yeah, two bonus actions. Uh sandal is a nice big, thick cardboard chunky things. Uh, your starting tiles are nice, big, thick cardboard, and then you're rectangles. Laying... Let's not forget that. <laughs> yeah. Then you're laying your cards beside them, and it kind of differentiates between your sta- starting yeah. tile versus your cards. Components and really nice. Yeah. Then there's the little footprint tokens are nice too. Cardboard they look kind of cool when they're yeah. walking across your your beach, and I think they're just good. I think everything's really good. Yeah. Nothing to complain about there. So that leads us to say whether or not we like the game. And I sure do, even though you've walloped me. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> I haven't won yet, but I'm, I'm working Determined. on it. Um, but no, the game's really good. I'm just not great at it yet. I'm, I'm trying to, like I'm going with certain strategies and it's leading me yeah. fine. But you kind of have to cover a bunch of different things. Which you I just do. Haven't, haven't really been able to and it does go really fast it does because you're only doing you're only 14 picking cards. 14 cards yeah so 14 turns one thing that i um and i liked playing like i think the two of us like a two-player game works really well but i think that a three to four player a three or four player game would be a lot different because yeah potentially the, yes because the cards are going to be going faster there were a few times where we're purposefully where we weren't taking yeah. that that front row we card. We were in a deadlock because there was two cards in particular that we both that wanted I knew and you needed, wanted and you knew I wanted. Yeah. So we didn't take the card in front of it, so it didn't to release slide it. down. And so it was forcing us to pick outside. Yeah. Being like, who's she? 
like it's I'm not taking it, and you're like I'm not taking it, and I'm yeah. like I'm not taking it. So we're just back and forth, like yeah. leaving four cards and, sitting oh. there, and and that's where with I think a three to four player game that wouldn't happen as much. I right. think because by the time it would get to you, you it's going to be gone. Analyze exactly all three other people's stuff. You can no. sit across from each other and be like, mm, she really needs that card, so I'm not going to do that. And you can look a lot at the person like next to you maybe or something, but it's... yeah, but you can't pay attention to everybody. No, no. and so I think that that that'll change. Certainly. that yeah. but um and i think that could change the scoring in the game too yeah because you I, wouldn't be getting kind of everything you want or need or no things like that and i love the variability in this game there is so much of it like there's all sorts of starting tiles there's all sorts of cards like there's cards, yeah. new cards popping up that we haven't seen before all the time yeah um it's just nothing but variety it, it's Every special action tile, there's a whole bunch of them. You can they're all double sided, so there's all sorts of different options. Yeah. The end game scoring tiles, there's all sorts of options. On the components. Your starting which is nice. tile with your VIP, there's all sorts of options. And then the cards come out randomly and lots of options. I really, really enjoyed this. Yeah. Even though I get knocked around. I think that's a sign of a good game, right? Yeah. If you if you enjoy it even when you Absolutely. I got annihilated and I still really enjoyed it. <laughs> So interesting. I won by the exact same spread too. Yes, it was uh, twenty one points each in time. both games. Yes, yeah. But it's no, it is very good, and I'm I'm looking forward to uh, <laughs> getting a win yeah. here sometime. <laughs> It'll happen. Yeah, but no, It'll it's happen. it's good. I generally don't beat her at much, so it's not that big of a. a but like deal. I said, it makes it all the sweeter when yes, you do. <laughs> that's why when I I do get a victory, I I really rub gloat. it in. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so. This has been a great game. Yeah, I, I like really it. enjoy so, it. Since we technically, or, or not technically, we obviously enjoy it, who would you recommend it for? This kind of game is a very um, relaxing kind of like, I don't know. Laid back? Just... Laid back game where yeah. you can kind of sit back and draw 14 cards and put them down and kind of see what you got at the end, really. Yeah. Right? It's not like... It's not tense. No, it's, it's not, not anything it's not, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not difficult. It's not too taxing. You know, you're just kind of like, well, I got to take one of these. Uh, that one looks, I can kind of work with that. And you take it and yeah. you throw it down. You're like, okay, yeah. And then maybe next time I'll get hopefully another one with sunglasses on it that maybe will work with this. And you're kind of like, well, kind of these funny. are my only options. Yeah. So you just kind of roll with it. Kind yeah, of you like kind of just take one and throw it down. The attitude of being on the beach. Yeah, it's very, it is, it's very it. chill. And, um, but really crunchy, like good decisions, like neat decisions to make and neat combinations you can make and all sorts of different things that you can do. And like, if you use those two special powers, you might be able to manipulate your board a little bit where there's the one that allows you to swap a card from one side to the other. that helped me out in the last game. Yeah. So there's lots of cool things you can do, but it is very straightforward and quick. The game is about half an hour. Yep. Because it's it's fourteen, especially two players. It's I take fourteen a card, cards. You take a card. Yeah, I take it's a pretty card, quick. You take a card fourteen times. That's it. Yeah, and yeah, and we didn't find that we sat around no staring at it. So no, who we do we recommend this for? For people, we that, didn't get um, AP or anything like no, that. No, no, really. No. I mean, maybe for like ten seconds. You're yeah. Like, but no, I I think this is pretty much good for pretty much anybody. Again, that wants a laid back game. <laughs> Excuse Let's, me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> A game to play that's just chill, that's, you know, you build your beach and your boardwalk and see what you got. You could play two or three games in a night 
you know, an hour and a half, you could play two or three games and yep. then you could move on to something else or you could finish your game or finish your night this way. Or maybe this is all you do for yeah, a night. Absolutely. Play an hour, hour and a half, play this and put it away. It's, it's great. I think pretty much anybody can play it. I think our oldest son could easily play I this. I think so. Yeah. And he's nine. So I yeah. think anybody from about that age up could yeah. really pretty do, do well with this because it's very straightforward. It, all the symbols are very, yep. uh, the iconography is very obvious. The iconography is really good. Yes. Um, it, I mean, yeah. it takes, like, when you understand what each symbol means, then you're, oh, okay, there's that symbol. That means this. Yeah. There's that symbol. That means that. So once you've understood the symbols, it's really simple. Um, yeah, I think pretty much anybody could get behind this, unless you're one of those 18xx, that's all I play kind of people. That's not... Which is fine. Yes, it's what that's fine. But this, so I'm just more I have you, yet this to play one of those. I would like to. Right, but this is not a it is not one of those ballpark at all. But if you just like casual stuff, this is about as casual as it gets for a kind of medium, light, light medium. Yeah, I'd say light medium. But very casual, very simple, straightforward, and fun, and chill kind of game. So if if that's your (laughs) kind of thing, um, I would highly recommend it. Highly recommend it for pretty much anybody that likes, you know, light medium style games. And yeah, wants a kind of a chill, relaxed kind yep. of game. I agree. Yeah. So that being said, I think that's it for this episode, episode 15. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, uh, on YouTube, the Meeple Dungeon. Uh, you can uh, contact us on our email if you have a uh, question or... A game you want a game to... you'd like us to review, or if you want to talk about any game from our collection, and that is themeeplodungeon at gmail.com. And yeah, I think that's gonna be it for this week. So we will see ya next week. Cheers! See ya! Bye-bye. Have a good week.